Hello, welcome or welcome back to another fun folder edition of Soap Lore. I'm your host, Joe Shea, and I am jumping right back in to where we left off. We are finally back on episode 15 across the board, with the exception of our single season sensation, The Old Rose. I am reviewing and reacting to episode 15 of season 2 of Dallas. Welcome. Now, I don't have anything to drink right now. I just realized that. It has been a crazy couple of weeks. At the time of this recording, it is September the 12th. And I don't know about you, but August was a blitz. It's a blip on my map. It went by so quickly. I can't even believe it's done. We're halfway through the month of September practically. But this is also a very special month for me because this is the the brainchild. This is where I discovered that I kind of wanted to do something along these lines. So Sit back and enjoy it. I'm going to make this really brief. Don't get too comfortable. We're going to go through season two, episode 15 of Dallas called uh, For Love or Money. It had been a while since I've actually watched any part of this show. It's probably been since early May that I watched any part of Dallas. And one of the things that I had forgotten during this time is that season two, the sophomore season, doesn't really seem to have a theme. It's been, we've had kidnappings. We have two kidnappings. We've had, let's see, Sue, not Sue Ellen. What's her name? Ellie's brother shows up out of the blue. It's just kind of been, they've been throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. This episode is finally gaining a little bit more momentum. The storyline seems to be tied into the rest of the show. And it is all because of Sue Ellen. So Sue Ellen, this episode, we actually get to learn a lot more about her background Basically, she comes from a home where her mother has trained her from the time she was a little child to be the woman that she is today. She has been cultivated to pique a man like JR's interest and to accommodate him as a husband. So her mother treats men almost like a utility. It's just something you need to survive with and you need to do everything you need to within your power to keep him. The mother is clearly most excited about Sue Ellen. Not that she was Miss Texas, not that she's a fine, upstanding citizen, but she's she's excited that she married up. And she fully expects Sue Ellen to help her sister have that exact same fate. Only, this seems to be for the first time in a long time that Sue Ellen has actually thought long and hard about what her role is at South Fork and who she is in this world. Now, she is fully prego. In case you forgot, let me just jog your memory now. Um, Let's see. Sue Ellen is pregnant. She's had an affair with Cliff Barnes, who is Pam's older brother. He happens to be a lawyer. He was going to run for some sort of senator, governor's position, only a skeleton fell out of the closet. People weren't really feeling what would happen to him, so he missed out on that opportunity. Sue Ellen was Miss Texas. She married JR only to find out how lonely that position was to be Mrs. J.R. Ewing. He's always out philanthropy or whatever they call it with other girls. And at the top of the episode, she gets to see this firsthand. So Sue Ellen is at lunch with some of her home girls from back in the day and they are just kind of fussing over her. Oh my God, girl, we're so excited for you. This, that, and the third. So they're asking her, is JR pumped? You know, they're just normal, friendly banter over lunch. And she's she's enjoying it. She's like, yes, everything's great. JR is so excited. He can't wait to see 
who this child is. He loves him already. Blah, blah, blah. So right about the time that the check comes, ladies all decide they're going to get up and they're going to walk out of the restaurant together, smooch goodbye in the parking lot and move on with their lives. Only as they're leaving across the, the, the way, they see JR and this really leggy blonde. And it's not that, not only is she leggy and blonde, but she has super long blonde hair, like Quaker long past her knees. So every, you can't help but miss her. You can't miss her. Excuse me. You see her and unfortunately for Sue Ellen, her homegirl see him and they're shady. You can tell immediately that these are, these are her frenemies. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if this is your first time listening to this episode, welcome. I'm so glad you decided to join me on this day. Now from time to time, First and foremost, I don't tell lies, I don't fib, I don't exaggerate, but I might extract the essence of a scene versus giving you a verbatim dialogue. This is going to be one of those situations. <clears throat> so Sue Ellen is walking across a very busy restaurant, it almost looks like an airport, it's super busy, and her homegirls and she spot JR canoodling with this blonde with super long hair. He's clearly not in Austin like he told Sue Ellen. Now her quote unquote friends immediately start looking, you know, from side to side, their eyes are shifting and they're like, oh my gosh, Sue Ellen, had you not told me that JR was an Allison, I would have believed that was him. And the other ones just chime in. They're all co-signing and they all know it's JR. I don't even know what this is about. It's not to save face, but it seems to have been just the, the remedy for her. This is just enough humiliation that Sue Ellen has to take a step back and think, can I live with this for the rest of my life? Or do I snatch up the opportunity to be happy? Right about this time, on the other side of town, Sue Ellen's potential baby daddy is having a meeting with much different people. These people aren't his friends. They're not his enemies. They seem to be neutral at best. What he is offered is a position of head of the Land Management Bureau. These would be the people in charge of determining who gets permits and who can build or not build within Dallas and Dallas County. Now, Cliff, he hears, he, he's polite enough. He listens to the opportunity. He listens to the offer. And then he decides he's going to walk because this feels shady. There's something about the offer and the way it's presented. So Cliff comes into this really big penthouse-like office And the company that is offering him this, they have like this huge diagram of Dallas, of downtown Dallas to be specific. Their plans are to move all the poor people off of the property and they're going to build different high rises, etc. So that Dallas can expand and be the city that it deserves to be. Now, Cliff immediately feels a way about this and declines the offer. Once he leaves a room, the main guy, let's call him Bill, let's call the other guy Ted, and they're going to have this excellent conversation. So Bill is is smugly smiling while Ted is a little bit pressed. He's like, well, man, that didn't go as well as we planned. Should we start looking elsewhere? But Bill's like, no, don't worry about it, Ted. Don't even worry about it because you know what? Cliff wants the power. He will be back. All we have to do is sit and be pretty. He will definitely come back to us. And they're not wrong. At the end of the episode, he ends up coming back to them. But let me fill you in on the inside. In the meantime, in between time, tell you what happened. So after Sue Ellen saw JR canoodling around town in the middle 
of the day in front of God and everybody in Dallas. She feels away. She decides, you know what? I've had all I can take. At the end of the day, what am I really losing? She convinces herself in this moment of humiliation and belittlement that, you know what? I've done all I can do. I don't need this man. And at the end of the day, being a lawyer's wife, a faithful lawyer's wife is always better than being a a, a dirty billionaire's wife. So Ellen is a reasonable woman. And before throwing away her entire marriage, she decides she's going to confront Jr. That night, she sits in their bedroom drinking a, a glass full of brandy. Pause. Now, if you are a millennial or a Z, we already know you don't drink or smoke when you're pregnant. It seems like common sense, but I am under the elk of understanding that you don't know until you know. This is probably why we're so extra. Plenty of our mothers were clinking glasses and doing whatever they needed to do while they were pregnant with us before the, you know, the Surgeon General put out the, the, the warning. So she's sitting back and she's taking bourbon to the head. And all I can think as an audience member is, girl, this is like the fourth drink I've seen you, fourth hard drink I've seen you with pregnant, but no one has said boo about it. So she confronts JR like, listen, you totally embarrassed me this afternoon. I was bragging about what a good man you are, only to see you sashay through the restaurant with this little tramp. And of course, him being being like this full on gaslighting man, he argues semantics with her. I don't associate with tramps. I only associate with nice girls. Like, you know what she's saying. So she's she's getting really fed up and she basically tells him he can kick rocks, go to hell. She'll never want to see him again. He just kind of chuckles and goes to bed. He probably didn't even remember it the next day. So after all this goes down, we quickly realize that Sue Ellen has had all she can take. She heads to her mother's house. Her mother is new in Dallas. She's moved from Florida to Dallas so that she can be in town to help Sue Ellen out with a baby when the baby arrives. Only she's brought Sue Ellen's little sister. Now, the, this girl is shameless. As soon as JR comes over the house, he comes over looking for Sue Ellen. Unbeknownst to him, she is at uh, Cliff Barnes' house. So the sister tries to be really seductive. It comes off incredibly awkward and ick is the only word I can come up with. But he seems to be into it. Now, eventually... JR starts to relive the conversation that he had with Sue Ellen in their bedroom and realizes that she may be gone for real, for real this time. So he hires a PI. The PI quickly puts two and two together and tells JR that she is with Cliff Barnes. So the rest of the episode, guys, is basically about the life you signed up for versus the life that it really is versus having a healthy future or having power. And no surprise here. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I fully hope that you will join me in this journey and start watching Dallas Dynasty and Falcon Crest all available on Freevee, which is a subsidiary of not, not Dynasty. What is it called? Of Amazon. There'll be a few commercials. You'll barely even notice them. You know what I'm saying? But watch it on Freevee. And I want you guys to decide, what do you think? They're going to go for love or are they going to go for power? Considering this is episode two, excuse me, season two, episode 15. I think you know the answer to this if you're really in touch with yourself. But 
nonetheless, it's a very interesting episode. At the end of the episode, Cliff calls back the land bureau people and he's like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take the job, but you have to give me all the power and I'll do whatever you want. Now, interestingly enough, it's September. We've just passed Labor Day. If you're in the, in the United States, most school starts uh, after Labor Day. A lot of us start way before, but we're not going to get into any of that. It, it's a lot, right? But I'm having a conversation with my son, who's a young teenager, and he says to me, he's talking about comics or something. He's like, you know, I really, really hate with the when the villain is fully obsessed with the hero. And I, I couldn't agree more. And this kind of is what's going on on Dallas. Cliff Barnes is so caught up in what JR is doing, what he's not doing, who he is and how much power he has, that he's become blood hungry. He's losing sight of who he is. He's actually way more apt and better equipped, at least legally, than JR is. But for whatever reason, he lets him get under his skin. Join me next week as we watch and discover and decide what Sue Ellen's going to do about the situation. Does she stay with JR? Does she stay at South Fork and just continue to be a puppet in the background? Does she leave? Does she go with Cliff Barnes? Does she take a few moments to think about it? Who knows? Join me next week as we find out and remember to keep all of your drama on TV.